Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of Culture and Conservation. I'm Michaela. I'm Morgan. That was delayed. I'm sorry. (laughs) This is a podcast where we talk about all things culture and all things conservation because we want to make conservation more culturally relevant. Boom. Big things in 2023. (laughs) Um, Yes. So today we just wanted to talk about um, something that I recently saw and you said you saw it too Morgan um, mm-hmm. where we're you know talking about making conservation more culturally relevant um before we get too far in it this is this was all inspired by the millennial diva herself mm-hmm. Kiki Palmer um queen, honey the queen you said what the queen of millennials I mean, she really is. And at this point, she's mother, like literally almost. Um, So we love her. Living legend. It's still Black History Month. So icon. Icon status, right? What it is. So as a great, as the great storyteller she is, I came across the video of her describing herself being peed on by butterflies. And I don't know about you, Morgan, but my first thought when I saw the video, I was like, oh my gosh, butterflies pee? That's what I thought. I was like, what? Like, I mean, and we're we're wildlife scientists, so I feel like that's something we should know, but like, like, it's like, well, it's, we understand that all things have waste, like all living organisms secrete waste in some way shape form or fashion but pee right that's yeah, a that very different feels... type of action that I <laughs> would not assign so to a butterfly you know like birds pee okay not that odd right animals peeing not that odd butterflies Never thought it, of just, like it doesn't seem like it goes in my mind like it just doesn't seem like it goes together and then when she was describing it it sounded more like a fine mist that's what it is which almost makes it sound like not disgusting but it is but it is because it's still waste (laughs) it's a waste but what is that waste made of I don't know you know yeah and she said it was clear so anyway I started digging like as soon as I saw the video I was like I need to google this and I didn't really find much of anything. So I feel like somebody, that needs to be a research project. <laughs> Do butterflies pee? Right? Waste out of a butterfly. But also that just really kind of like got me to thinking just about things in general that we don't assign to certain animal species. Mm-hmm. Um. I, and I think insects are probably mostly where this happens because we don't think of insects as animals usually. Mm-hmm. And as wildlife scientists, we know that's not true. But a lot of people don't really associate insects as being animals. So then I started thinking, okay, like, do bees sleep? <laughs> you don't know? You're I can't hear you no I'm saying like I mean I think so yeah of course like everything rests right 
Yeah, but see, I think of rest and sleep as two different things. Yeah, they are, but I mean, see, now you're now you're. Now I, think, I mean, like, <laughs> now we don't know. It wouldn't be odd if they did. I, it wouldn't, but it's just like something. But I don't know for sure. Yeah, you don't think mm-hmm. about, and like, I didn't Google it, but I'm sure the answer would be yes. Mm-hmm. Right. For butterflies peeing or for no, like bees sleeping. sleeping. I mean, yeah, because I think about all the work they do. I would go to sleep. I mean, same, but I don't know. That what was just something like, right? When they sleep, what does that look like? How long? Well, just it... like insects in general. Do you think a beetle sleeps? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I mean, like if if I'm treating them like every other animal, you know, in my mind. But, like, do you think you would never just, like, stumble upon, like, a beetle sleeping? But yeah, like, <laughs> have we ever disturbed beetles? Or, like, you know, if you've ever disturbed a wasp nest or something, were they sleeping? Like, what were they doing? I don't know. Does that impact the anger level that they have when they're disturbed? I don't know. Does it do what now? Like, if you disturb, like, you know, if you disturb somebody that's sleeping, right? Uh-huh they're obviously going to be irritated. Right. But like, if you disturb a wasp's nest or a hornet's nest, if, <gasps> like, do you think like- Like we woke ma- them up like, and oh, now we they- wo- Like, obviously it's a disturbance. So they see that as like a threat or whatever, but also like we woke them up. So not only are they threatened, but they're irritated. You know what? I, I know. I'm going to go with that theory because that makes a lot of sense. Like why? Because like, why do wasps come after you with such fury sometimes, yeah. you know? It's like when you're sleeping in your house and like you hear a really big like a knock or bang on your door and you're like, you're alarmed because you're like, what is that? But then also you just woke me up. Right. And now I'm, you know, coming to the door or I'm like, you know, my my response is going to be like I'm on guard. Yeah, that's true. But also, I'm annoyed. So it's not. It's like a fight or flight. But like a fight or fight because you didn't piss me off, and right. like now you're you're bothering my home. <laughs> okay. So speaking of bothering homes, I was thinking about this yesterday, or talking about this yesterday. Um, you know, I mean, so technically, the outside is all of the outside is an animal's home. So. When they're, if, okay, if like something were to be in our house, a bug or a rodent, we're like, why are you invading my home? We take care of it. Right. But when we're just like outside, specifically with snakes, you know, like if y'all don't know, we're from Mississippi, we're from, you know, not necessarily the country, but anyway, we got snakes, it's Mississippi, right? I just remember like back in my childhood, somebody seeing it like my grandmother she'll see a snake just in the driveway and she was like okay I'm gonna kill this but like why is that necessary because aren't we like technically invading their space the snake has not gotten close to the house it's just in the driveway yeah yeah well I guess okay so we're gonna go to some terms now oh god territory okay you remember what the definition of territory is tell us what it tell us what it means Morgan you're the educator I'm not um (laughs) we both are in this sense (laughs) however so territory is defined as anything that an animal defends Mm -hmm. 
Right. So that could be a space, that could be food, that could be resources, makes whatever, like something that an animal defends. And so to the point of like the snake being outside just in the driveway, mm-hmm. your grandmother's driveway is clearly part of her territory. And True. so, you know, so that's probably where they came from. Like, okay, this is like, you're now in my space. Like if it was in the street versus like in the driveway, I think that may be a different you know, I feeling right. You know what I'm she saying? She has also killed snakes in the street. Okay. Well, I don't know to tell you about your grandma. Okay. Um, I mean, she's not the only one. She's not, but that's what I'm saying. Like, a person may define where their territory starts is their street. Okay. <laughs> or their yard or their, their okay. driveway or their mailbox. Maybe wherever they pay taxes and homeowner association dues is where their territory starts and, and that's their space. Versus if I'm just out in the country. You know, okay. in the park or the woods, like that's not my territory. Like, you know, that's it's an open space, it's public domain, whatever you want to call it. I'm so tracking. if I see a snake scooting across the road, it knocks me wildlife refuge. As long as you don't get too close to me, baby, yep. Because I understand that I am now in your space, right? Right. And that's kind of how I feel about like when I see bugs outside, like I'm not gonna step on a roach if it's outside because it's outside. Also, they move too fast if you see one outside. And then there's that. But yeah. like this, this as long as you don't come into my house, I'm cool. Right. It's fine. You know, as long as you're not in my home, we good. So I think that's it may just depend on what your grandmother, what people's each individual person defines as their territory. And I would assume okay. that, that would change from person to person. Because I mean, no, that's a good point. I mean, because at the end of the day, we are technically animals. So we mm-hmm. you know, we mimic nature in lots of ways so that's a good point Hmm, never thought about that but yeah um but you know so I jumped but going back to the the bees peeing so she was butterflies oh do bees pee Michaela at this point (laughs) we should have like double major and minor entomology because there's so many things that we just don't know no, actually, I've never thought about bee waste. Neither have I. Like, what's it? it do you think it's in the honey? Maybe. Because, you know, technically, like, okay, when people... Hey, shrimp, okay. When people eat shrimp, you know, everything is just in there. It's just all together, unless you, like, devein it or whatever, but... Yeah, but people don't be doing that. No, we don't be doing that. So, do you think bee waste is in the honey so here's what i know (laughs) about honey what i think i know about honey okay tell us how is i'm trying to think about how honey is made and i'm i'm referring i'm trying to reference a documentary that i watched i'm like this article that i read this is a while ago so i i'm trying to reference like how honey i'm trying to think about how honey is made and i think right uh that it is regurgitation (gasps) Like I think, and I'm not. So listen, listen, listen. Just hold on. Just hold on. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Okay, so okay, just listen. So oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and not all bees make honey. Let's start there. But okay, okay, yeah, that's true. Everybody's not like not all bees make honey, but for our honey making bees specifically, so nectar is how they eat. Nectar food. Yeah, like they eat nectar, right? Yes. So they visit the flowers, they pollinate in the process, 
They get the nectar. The nectar. They're the nectar. What I think happens, and I'm trying to make sure I remember this correctly. We're going to do a follow-up just to make sure we're not liars. Is that when they get back to the hive, they regurgitate some of that nectar and like they mix it and it's like oh mixed gosh. with like enzymes and it's heated up. And I think they use like their wings. I'm Googling this. I'm listening Google, to you. Yeah, Googling, Googling to make sure I'm right. And that's how honey is made. Okay. So are you telling me that honey is basically a bee spit? I'm saying that's what I think it is, but I think you really need to Or their throw up? With sakes. I mean, it's regurgitation. So however you want to look at it. Uh, what? I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm not seeing, I'm frozen? You froze for a second there. Oh, no, I think I was just like freezing in real life because I'm kind of oh. stunned right now. <laughs> okay, well, what are you finding? Because like, I don't. Okay, I'm reading something. It's it's not talking about regurgitation specifically, but like you said, honey starts as flower nectar collected by the bees, which then gets broken down into simple sugars stored inside of the honeycomb it says the design of the honeycomb and constant fanning of the bee's wings causes evaporation creating the sweet liquid honey that doesn't that makes it sound like very not what you just described like similar but like i guess more well the question is how is the nectar like what, like how's it, it broken down how is it broken down yeah and it's not saying that because i don't i think this is from the national honey board i don't think they want to scare people <laughs> into thinking they are eating a bee's throw up it's all propaganda so i was like 90 percent right i guess i just, no, no, i think you're all the way right hold on yeah, we before nectar becomes honey, it enters a bee's stomach. Yep. An enzyme in bee's stomach called uh let wait. I clicked on it. Let me go back. Okay, I think this was from Arizona State, it's saying a research. Oh my gosh, wait, I lost it. Uh, control search okay this is from live science so it has to be right we hope okay now I'm not seeing the part I hate when you click on a google um website and then like the part that you were reading in the little description you can't find it hold up hold up I think I found something Okay, I think it's from what's called the Regent Co. Dot UK, whatever, whatever that means. Okay, so, so it's from the UK. I stay away from those, but keep going. Well, no, keep uh, going. I'm just missing. Okay, so oh please, where was it? Okay, how is nectar converted into honey? So per this site, this is what the site is saying. When bees collect nectar, which we know they they drink it yeah they drink it like that's the collection they chemically change it by using enzymes to bring out super saturation and b salivary glands the enzyme in vertex is produced 
This is what bees add to nectar to kickstart its transformation into honey. So worker bees collect the nectar stored in their honey in their honey stomach. Like what? Honey stomach? What does that mean? I don't know what that is. Okay. Um, okay. Bees add an enzyme in vertex to the nectar as they carry it. In their honey stomach. In their honey stomach. Which is their stomach. Invertase breaks down sucrose and converts it into fructose and glucose. Those are types sugars. of sugars. Those are sugars, y'all. Um, honey worker bee transfers the nectar to the house bees. Who add are they transferring it? Like, are they spitting it up? Who add, who add more enzymes to it? Oh. Honeybees spend the next 20 minutes regurgitating and re-drinking the nectar. Ooh. The house bees, the house bees, house bees. So the next 20 minutes regurgitating and re-drinking the nectar. This breaks down the sugars even more by adding more enzymes to it. The nectar is then deposited to the honeycomb, into the honeycomb. And the bees fan the deposited nectar with their wings to dry it out by encouraging evaporation. When the water content is between 17 and 18%, the bees stop fanning it, and the resulting honey is then moved to a storage location. Through evaporation and the use of enzymes, our buzzing chemists have created a super saturated solution. Oh my God, saturated spit. That's what we're eating. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm just going to say that's what we're eating. It's saturated spit, basically. I'm going to just tell y'all something right now. I actually don't eat honey. Because I don't like it, which unpopular opinion, but this has solidified the fact that I'll probably never like honey. Okay. Morgan, as a regular honey consumer, how do you feel? (laughs) (laughs) What What is this? This feels like something from the B movie. Like like, as a regular honey consumer, how do you feel about the fact that the bees have disappeared? Um, I mean... I so I pretty much was right in what I said earlier. You were I just didn't know the full breakdown of the process. And I've known that okay. what I described earlier for a while now. And honestly, okay. I don't care. You don't? Like, well, it's one of those things where it's like, do I like the idea of eating something spit? No. Basically waste, but keep going. Whatever. But the <laughs> way you know that we define waste it's not poop it's not like it's not i don't know it's poop. waste is just excrement coming out of your body it doesn't necessarily right. have to be poop it, and it's not thing. right it's not disgusting you know it's not disgusting and it's not harmful it's not harmful it's not, yeah, it's harmful. not harmful but it's, it's a not harmful <laughs> so i guess it's one of those things where it's like i mean it just is what it is it just is what it is it's kind of like silkworm it's not like silk what about a silkworm Silk comes out of their butt, Michaela. Okay, but you're not eating it. You're not eating it, but you're wearing it. <laughs> I mean, people wear animal skin. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like, I don't know. It's just, it's a miracle of nature. That, okay. I mean, that's really impressive. It's kind of cool. But my mind actually is blown. Um I don't know. I, I mean, I won't be. They had a honey stomach. I didn't know that that was. A so thing. they have two separate stomachs or something. I don't know. I don't know. It just said their honey stomach. I don't know what that means. I don't know if it's a stomach or just a specific organ in their digestive. I don't know what it is. 
I'm thinking it would it would have to be like a separate. Well, no, why would it be separate? Because that's like they eat nectar. So how do they get full? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> These are the I thoughts don't. that keep me up at night. It keeps us up even at night. So I don't know. I like I have to go into a deep dive and figure out like what's going on with me. Oh my god. Again, they're a lot more complex than people give them credit for. And as we see, you know, with this engine, I like how they use their wings, though. I think that's so cool. I don't know. The whole process just seems, I don't know. Nature, man. Nature is. And this is, again, why we love nature. We think it's so cool to study and learn about because you look at a bee visiting one flower to another. You don't really think about everything that's going on, right? No. You're like, okay, you're pollinating, you're doing your thing, you're your nectar, you're going back to your hive. You don't think about the whole process, the chemistry, okay? The, you know, the whole, the whole show, the whole setup and operation of this. It No, it, it truly is impressive. Which also, again, adds to why, you know, when people are going to collect honey, bees be like, what are you doing? You know, they can be a little a little rowdy because it's like, you know how much work I had to do to make this happen? Like, what are you doing? You know? <laughs> like, wow. who are you? <laughs> you know? Honestly, this makes butterflies peeing seem like nothing. Way less impressive. Yep. So yeah, guys, we are if you if you consume honey, then Fun fact, you're welcome. Now you know yes. how honey is made. Now we know how honey is made. And honestly, like personally, I don't know. I mean, I clearly know. you're okay with it. Because like, and that's fine. I just don't think it's. I just want to know like how other people feel about it. Yeah. Maybe we you should put we... on Instagram a poll. This needs something. to be a poll. Is it how do y'all feel? Okay, we have nothing. We'll, we'll we'll get that up and y'all tell us how y'all feel and and then you know we'll talk about it maybe but uh, yeah but wow. yeah guys so okay then well that's all I gotta say um until next time guys that's hilarious it really is I just love how we'll we both, be polling the people I just I love how we both frantically was like we have to figure this out yeah all righty guys well we're gonna get out of here and we'll talk to you in the next one. Bye. Bye.